Now, pause the recording. Well, first don't pause. Let's see. Yes, pause this recording and go to alpacasofmontana.com and check out uh, some cool gear and some great uh, warm clothing that you can get through a great company. Uh, that's in Bozeman, Montana. That's Alpacas of Montana. Serious. Uh, pause it. Check it out. Um, I think I'm going to get some free socks out of this. So, And here's our show. Thank you, John Bertan. Appreciate that intro. Another great podcast. Um, we are going to talk about with the uh, Big Alta, which occurred or took place, I should say, uh, last Saturday, um, that was February 24th uh, at 8 a.m. And there was a 50K on Saturday, and there was a 27K, I think it's 27K, on the 25th. I have uh, Andy Melton, a uh, local here, uh, Carolyn Garrett, who's in Bozeman, Montana, uh, who was a local just until recently. She moved out there. And I got Verity uh, Breen. Is that how you say your last name, Verity? Yes, that's right. Except we could add Australian accent to that. Okay, brain, brain, brain. <laughs> like like a brain. <laughs> All right. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do this race, but I think I got a really interesting perspective because this was a really big race in the media, like uh, of running, because. Uh, Kareen Malcolm of Daybreak, is it Daybreak Racing, I think? And uh, Adam, I forget his last name. They were the hosts. And they were really good. And and, and Dylan. Dylan was, was, yeah, Adam, that's right. And Dylan Bowman was the instigator. And Kareen, I think Kareen does a number of geeks but she she's awesome i think she's awesome so so i'll start with uh andy i can see him here on the screen um all right you just did sean o'brien about a month ago wow are you do you think you were you know what percent do you think you're at at the start and was, was that a big recovery to to do this uh i think the the bigger challenge was being in hawaii for the week before (laughs) and then not running um but i i felt fairly fresh though i uh i did a couple miles the day before just to stretch out a little bit shake out um and i'd say i felt a hundred percent recovered at mile zero from Sean O'Brien, but then by about mile, about the time I hit the towers, what's that like mile fifteen maybe? Yeah, I was 16, I was feeling yeah. I was feeling like I was maybe wasn't fully recovered from Sean O'Brien yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it was whoops yeah whoops maybe the legs aren't all there so it was it wasn't too bad I just took it easy I wasn't you know this was the first time doing this race it's in our backyard so it was more just about getting the experience of it and 
you know, the first time you run a race, you shouldn't run it too fast. So then, so the next time you can beat your time, right? That's a great <laughs> idea. That is a great idea. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll switch over to Verity. Uh, what was your what was your like um, oh, couple God. weeks leading up to this? Were you were you like injured? Were you ready for? Am I allowed to? Where yeah, yeah. Is. The only my mom listens to this. Okay. Sorry, mom, but I, that's okay. Uh, Andy's mom. Andy's mom must be the nicest person in the world. Which is she is. She she sw- she's yeah, sworn like three times in my life, and it's all been for things I've done. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think she's a she's a superstar. Okay, so I'll just cut to the chase. I um oh, I'm just gonna say it was a shit show, but. I'm micromanage. I'm micromanager, like to the to the hilt to get. The main goal was to get to the start line of this race because to Andy's point, Andrew's point, um, I knew it was going to be huge and hard and epic. I was tracking the weather religiously, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, it's going to be sunny because I live out here and we we know how nice it is. So basically, three weeks out, roughly. Um, just before way too cool, which I'd already, not way too cool, whatever it is, um, not that, another 50k, forget that. Anyway, I, I, I went up on Bellinas Ridge and it was raining and I was like, come on, you need to harden up, let's go. And I got a massive stone bruise on my lateral side of my left foot, just came straight down on it and then rolled off this piece of wood next to it. Anyway, I spent three weeks just, um, yeah, just trying to do, doing whatever it took to just get get to be able to, I, I took poles with me, and I never ever. I saw the photo. Them. It looked like a European never. race, like you were in the Alps. I mean, I looked ridiculous because I came <laughs> down the hill. Try my husband, who is makes rare uh, rare appearances at these things. I said, come come to the gate and say good day. You know, before I head up up to Big Rock. Anyway, I thought, oh, you know, I'll pop the sticks uh, in my hand and I'll I'll run down to the gate and. I, I have to interrupt. Went, thank, thank you, Verity's husband, for for being out there. That's uh. He made yeah. a guest appearance, but then he it's mocked a... me, and I said, "Hey, baby," he starts laughing. He starts laughing, and here I am thinking, showing him how badass I am, and he goes, "You look like the woman from Prancerside." <laughs> but the sticks what? were like. I took the sticks because I just got the foot good enough, and but I could not afford to to launch it again or to hurt it again or to, and so I took the sticks to protect the left foot ah, to try yeah. to, and and but it was weird because I don't know if anyone here has seen me racing, but I I drive a lot of power from my upper body. I use my arms. I generate a lot of power. So it was kind of. Yeah, you, you know, do. Kind you kind of, you kind of have them tucked. You're, you're yeah. almost, almost tucked in a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I pull a lot from my core, and so, mm-hmm. and then I got. I think a few people probably thought I was like some sort of, like I think I think I don't know, but I think a few people probably thought, oh, look at that poor woman. She needs to take her sticks with her. But I don't know. But look, honestly. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not sure about the sick thing, but I, I got to the end and I was absolutely just really stoked. It was epic. It was hard. Um, no regrets. Um, it was just really cool. 
and a huge fitness bump for me. Seven seven hours and change on the legs. So that that will pay off for me in a few weeks' time for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, hey, Andy. I love, I, yeah, I love that balance. You do like a big effort, and there's like if you do oh, yeah. it if you do it without redlining. But there's there's oh, a yeah. which 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 I don't always do. I'll I'll totally redline mm-hmm. it, and then it's like I've torn my body apart. But there's but if you don't do that yeah. redlining, there's that yeah. bounce of, of of fitness, and it that's great. There's a huge there's a huge bounce back, and when I was with the Impalas, I was pretty pretty heavy racing, and I'm 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 prolific racer, but some of them were like, oh, you're crazy. And I'm like, it's got to the point where I said, look, I just need you guys to understand that I'm not racing. I'm using these as fitness bumps for my A race. And so, like, at the moment, I'm eyeing off Mark, um, Marine Ultra Challenge. And so when I was doing the Ultra, I'm like, well, okay, if I play my cards right for two weeks, historically it's proven, yeah, the fitness bump is real. But, yeah, if you red line it, it's like, well, it's not the same effect, but you know, <laughs> it's funny because you have to you have to put your ego in the bag for the fitness bump. Well, we're, we're not all twenty five years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I still I'm still weirdly ambitious, and it's kind of like silly, you know what I mean? But no, it's not. But then I look no, at Eric. Spe- I look at Eric Spector, and I look at these different people, and it's like it's really inspiring to me. So, oh yeah, yeah. You're 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 um you're you're exactly right when you do these really long efforts at a sustained pace. It pays yeah. off so much later. It really does. Oh yeah. yeah. I've done it over and over again and you just cop it on the chin and then you pop up like you know, rope a dope and you just go bam. And yeah. <laughs> I mean it but it, you have to be patient and diligent and you have to, you know, um yeah, I mean, I love redlining, like, you know, like you said, Andy, but, I mean, you know, you've got to pick your battles. Like, I know when I'm not able to compete. Or, and, mm-hmm. and, but I think I think what I want to say before I forget to say this, one thing that really struck me from my own personal experience as someone that is very competitive and is, what, this is year 35 of racing, was the letting go, like what I've been, what ultra running is teaching me, because I come mainly from road and I've dabbled in ultra is, it was just really nice just to, to cover the terrain. I did have a number of the women in my age group that are just total badasses, were all around each other and sort of ahead of them. And when we got to WAPA, I literally stood at the top of WAPA and some of you can explain to the people listening what the hell that was. <laughs> but I just stood there with my, my feeble, my feeble sticks and me and my renowned lack of ability on highly technical downhill and I just said, You are totally screwed. <laughs> and I was like <laughs> meaning like so yeah, they all came past me and I was very happy for them. And I was just like, Okay, your job is to just get down this thing and just suck it up. And and so it was kind of just really beautiful and liberating and just you know, I don't often talk much. I was like chatting to people and I was like, wow, this is this is really nice, you know. They're like I'm worried I'm gonna get addicted to just that, but that's okay too, you know? Just chilling out. That that can be an incredibly freeing experience when you just can it just was. enjoy the run. Really nice. yeah. I, I think yeah, you're, yeah. you're the sticks so the the segment called Whopper has has some history <laughs> to it. 
so, so, oh so if you're no. if you're looking at a map, this is like what se six seven miles out, and you yeah. go up this this trail called Ponte. It's one. It's the second to the last climb, and then yeah. at the yeah. at almost yeah. the top of Ponte, which is about eleven 1 hundred feet, I think, uh, you just drop. You drop all the way down like to 200 um, in like mm -hmm. half a mile or like almost nothing. Wow. It felt like forever. It felt like forever to me. The the sticks <laughs> really make sense there because I've almost fallen. I've, I, I've only done that Verity like four yeah. or five times oh, and I've man. done the other know. side of that valley. It just, I just hit 195. So I, I yeah. almost, I'm almost at 200 on the other side, which I'm, I, lo I love that climb. But um, whoppers, I, mean, I don't do that. It, it, it's kind of like happened to me because I'm like, oh man, I'm going to watch my foot. And you know, I've taken some hard falls in the last couple of years, so I'm not in the mood for this. And the six sort of helped, but it was like I really had to push on. And then, you know, I see Claire Abrams, who very experienced, she's in my age division. She, she comes alongside me, and I'm just going to. I won't say the whole word because mum's the key. This is um, Andy's mum, this thing. Um, but anyway, she comes by and I'm like, oh, he's clear. Oh, here I am. She's like, she's like I'm getting I? some, I, I couldn't hear you, Verity. I think there's some connection. There's um, a storm. Can you hear me yeah. now? Yeah, I can hear you can now. Can you hear me now? Yep. So Claire Abrams, who's in my division, comes along beside me and she says, well, there's only one thing for this. It starts going down, saying F, 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 all the way down. <laughs> and, and it was just really, it was just silly and funny. And, 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 and I was just watching her thinking, maybe I'll try that next time, you know? So I was wondering if um, maybe Andrew Melton, maybe can you set up the, seen in the morning like where did you guys start this race because i know that you all live around there like where did this begin and, and what was that morning start like that morning yeah great question carolyn so this is the first race i've done where i think i jogged to the start <laughs> so <laughs> so didn't have to worry about parking um i live exactly 1.9 miles from the start and uh had, woke up, had some coffee, <laughs> put on my running gear, and nice easy run over to the start. And it's at Marinwood Community Park, which I think is a really nice park. There's a there's a creek that has tons of water in it right now, running right behind it, which is Miller Creek. Lots of trees. Um, the middle school where both my kids, one still goes there and one's graduated from there. It's almost shares the same you know the same space. Um, Really beautiful setting, I think, for a race. Um, there's, a, there's a community center, too, I think, if they wanted in the future, they could open that up for, for an indoor space if they had bad weather. Uh, so really, I think, a fantastic location, you know, to do a race. It was, it was interesting to see it. That's one of the reasons I signed up, to see the, all the tents and um, this, this racing group, Daybreak, Daybreak Racing, I think, had a they, – they had built this little big Alta – you know, start gate out of wood, actually. It wasn't just an oh, inflatable wow. thing. It was actually Absolutely. built out of wood, and there was, was a metal, nice. you know, yeah, big old emblem there. Um, classy. It was yeah. very classy, yeah. You could tell the, the it had very high uh, production value. 
So was it, what was the weather like that in, the mor- in that morning? Perfect, right? Was it it perfect? was perfect. It was yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. beautiful. It wasn't cold at all. Yeah. So good. It was like ultimate weather. Like 50s, awesome. maybe. Yeah. yeah, a little warmer than usual, actually, because, yeah. you know, the race got to be warmer during the day. I mean, not, you know, warm is a relative term, but for running, <laughs> it, it was a little hot. And um, I certainly saw some people after the top of the towers sitting alongside the trail in the shade where yeah. I think they just yeah. kind of fried themselves. I'm sure you saw that too, Verity. Um, yeah, I think I think I, I spoke to a couple of people, and then it, yeah. the people that were really struggling, um, they they just they come from like you know these places in the US that are like still got you know cold, and I I haven't had much heat adaption, but I like the heat. But they were like, yeah, to them it was like, oh, this is really hot, and they was <laughs> they were struggling. But also there was only three aid stations, um, so. If you're not a bit of a camel and you don't have yourself set up enough, you know, hydration definitely could play play a card in some of these people. You know, I mean, I, I was sort of out of water towards the end, but I didn't sort of panic. Um, maybe they can hike some up like they do at Lake Sonoma. They hike two, two spots, they like hiking in. You know, they just leave big, like, tubs of water, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah, so, it was it was warm. So roughly, there was only three aid stations for 30 miles. Is so, that yeah? Wow. And it, it's a, it's a long 30 because yeah. I mean, like it, like for some people, like I'm not, I don't think I've ever been on course historically. Yeah, it's so it needs more water. It so yeah. John John yeah. and I did it because uh, I this this race and the course and everything was like this is so exciting this is so neat (laughs) and i was like really excited to do it and i had these big training plans which actually in hindsight i'm really glad because i I i'm really glad i didn't train up to this because well something happened and i had had to go to a, a memorial service on the same day of the race but i did the race with john we just did it as a training run and uh yeah, I was completely wiped. It was, I and I was dry the last like uh, ten miles. Yeah. Um, I maybe yeah ten miles. I didn't have any water. Wow. I, mm-hmm. I yeah, and and I could have filled up at the creek, but I didn't have any. I mean, I probably could have just drank the water. Actually, actually, Andy, uh, I I need to ask you about this point because Dylan or whoever wrote the race email. Uh, right before the race, recommended carrying a filter water bottle ah. so that so that you could drink water out of Blackstone Canyon Creek. And I, I'm not sure about that recommendation. I mean, I yeah. mean, maybe it's maybe it's because it feels like it's our backyard and it's familiar familiar, but I don't think that's a good drinking source. I mean, it's very low, uh, yeah. very low altitude. <laughs> right? I, yeah. I saw that. I, I saw that recommendation, and I'm like. He, he's relocated here, God bless him, and it's awesome having him here, but he's relocated, I think, from experiences and places where using a water filter in certain water systems is completely fine, but I'm, I'm with you on that. It's like, no, <laughs> yeah. probably not. But we, we have a lot of um, contingents, 
contingencies of cows roaming about and uh, <laughs> and then the waters yeah might not be exactly clean but so there there are <laughs> some some springs like going up the, to the the towers there's yep. that um, horse or not horse the cow trough going up to the towers yep. there's a there's a natural spring there uh, <laughs> I know of a couple there's some on the Fairfax side um, yeah and there's yeah there's one climbing up the 680 um, yeah the springs are better than like the running creeks mm -hmm. if you know if you know yeah. where the springs are <laughs> because because they're up higher right so there's less chance the cows are yeah well there yeah if you're at the spring coming yeah. out of the ground it's yeah it's not like a yeah it's not a bunch of cow turds <laughs> so, I don't know. I thought that was funny. It kind of it kind of cracked me up because it just felt like, you know, with that comment, Dylan's new to the area, and I'm sure everything feels pristine and safe yeah. to him. But I, I, uh, I, I, I'm I'm really curious now. I don't know how we could get this information, but, um, you know, if if anybody took him up on that offer, I didn't see anybody drinking from it, but. If they did do that, and then what the outcome was? <laughs> I think that that I think that were the ones that went off to Marine General. <laughs> well, you have oh, the, I'm kidding. the I'm straw. Kidding. They have the like, <laughs> they have these straws you can buy, right? Life straws, yeah. Life straws, and then you can, mm -hmm. you know, put wow. the life straw into a water bottle, and then you're like drinking out of the. It's 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 probably fine. Yeah. I I would drink water <laughs> off the top of Mount Tam. Before yeah. I would drink the water out of the neighborhood here. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I think I think um they had a post race survey, which is really cool, and I'll get round to maybe this week. But yeah, I'm just going to suggest um two other points where I don't know they just um and at Lake Sonoma there's a couple of points where they two points where they leave um you know X gallons of you just help yourself and. I think that would be really helpful. And I think, I mean, I'm mentally strong enough to kind of push through it because of how many marathons or whatever I've done. But I think the, you it, know, you've done a few, people, right, Verity? You've done uh, more yeah, more than two many. two marathons. Is that you're at, you're at three <laughs> three three marathons? At, at, at a oh, of oh zeros 300. Oh, 300, Sorry, <laughs> a couple of zeros. <laughs> I wish I'd documented everything. I see all these runners that have documented their entire. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, I just you should do think it. that would be a thing. I didn't even think okay. that would be a thing. I had a guy, Michael Gentle, reached out to me from Australia like five years ago. And he's like, hey, Verity, you, you know, something about the 100 Club. And I'm like, what's that? And it's like, you know, it's a 100 Marathon Club, this, this website in Australia. I said, oh, cool. And, and I actually said to him, if I paid you, could you go and find all these races I've done? <laughs> because... I said to him, I'm sure I'm at like at least 200 by now. But I mean, you develop a mindset. So like you, your mind gets hardened and you, you can kind of relatively push through. But I was thinking of like with the water, like there was a guy, young, really nice young man with me towards the end and probably like late 20s. And he was fantasizing about what he would buy from the service station and beer and because <laughs> none of us had any none of us had water left and i said yeah i'll probably go to the local store and da, 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 and and so yeah two two spots of water would be awesome yeah two more. 
I have, a, I have, this is a question for both Andrew Melton and Verity. Like, what were your highlights of the race personally? And what were the Ooh. moments when you were, you were like, oh man, I just hit the struggle bus. And how did you get through it? Hmm. Andy, you go first. Okay. Um, you know, hi highlights. I, you know, I, I usually think about my highlights. I mean, one, I guess one reason I love trails so much is I love the views and the coming around a corner up or up over a summit and just being like, wow, look at that, you know, being really surprised by it. So this race didn't have that because we knew all of these trails already. <laughs> yeah. So I think about the highlights is meeting like the people I met along the way. I was really surprised. Maybe Verity felt the same way, but so many people flew in. Like I was talking to people from oh Virginia, God, Oregon, a lot of people from Oregon and Washington. Yeah. Trying to go to our neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And just I like, mean, I, I, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I just want to jump in totally to that point. Like I talked to these guys in the cow print stuff and, and all that. And they're like, yeah, we came up from, um, yeah, Seattle. And I'm like, that's awesome. I felt yeah, like I was at one of those races that we that we in our neighborhood watch, like we watch on YouTube. I thought we've got one of those now in our neighborhood, and all the cool people are coming. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really incredible because awesome. I'm like I've been running in this neighborhood since 2008, and there's been like a 5k and a 10k, and it's like I know everybody yeah. at the race, and then like we we have. We have like our local running club, Tamalpa Runners. Yeah. Uh, check out tamalparunners.org and sign up. So yeah, we go to um, Tamalpa uh, TCRS, and it's like all locals. And yeah. then there's this this thing called Free Trail, which is like this community, and like like Dylan Bowman is uh, you know he was like a professional. And he's a really good media guy. He's the media he's guy. Good. And yeah, and he's like good. he's done all these great races. He's on the Western States board. He's done UTMB. He's like he's 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 the real deal on the ultra running. And like then you have Kareen Malcolm. Did I say her name last name right? Kareen. Yeah. Yeah. And and so they they've built this like this community online, which I don't think you could do like 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, no, and I think, yeah. yeah. And the free trail. And so I went to pot, um, pond farm, which is, a, it's, it's like the after party. This was Sunday night. Uh, oh. so Eric, Eric waters. Hey, Eric, if you're listening, um, Eric and I, uh, and Oh, John Bertan was there also. And, um, uh, Ted Knudsen, who owner of uh, SFS, oh, yeah. SFRC, was there yep. with his wife, uh, and that was cool. And and so, what was interesting is so Free Trail has like Dylan's like the media guy, and then there's like two race directors. They're behind the scenes kind of people, and I, yeah. I wish I remember their names. Um, mm. But they brought this huge race, and so there's like hundreds of members mm. that kind of follow, and I met this couple. They're like late twenties, maybe, and it was like this guy is into running, and his, he's with his girlfriend. They came here. They came to San Francisco for like four days, and you know he did the race, and she was hanging out and doing stuff, and it just yeah. seemed like really cool. 
and they only knew it through free trail. And I was like, yeah. you, I mean, that was really neat. Like, Oh, so no, you know, all these people through the, this free trail thing. That's, that's yeah. neat. I mean, and it's, 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 um, yeah, it's pretty special. Like, I mean, I've been going up and down Big Rock and all these, like, Andy's been out here longer than me, and I fell in love with the area where they lived up off Rancho Margarita, off Luke's Valley for a few years, and then we went to Sonoma and back in Lagunitas, and I just, this place sort of has my heart, and then and I saw that you guys feel the same when you see other people on the trails that we're often on just alone or you see the odd hiker, you see all these other people from all over the place actually seeing like how incredibly beautiful it is and hard and awesome and you know it, it was just for me it was like a trip like wow they're all there's all these people here <laughs> checking out big rock and going to the towers and out of loma and uh, it's really neat it's really special you, I, you know, I have to say, I was um, I was glued to the YouTube happening um, during that race. I was following it really closely, and I it's like an international event, Carolyn. And I it think was, I yeah. think Jamal um, Curry, who owns Era Viper Running, was doing the yeah. tech tech support on that. And yeah, yeah, they had, he was. had yeah, a, yeah. a lot of different technical difficulties, and he was just he was just on site, just troubleshooting. Yeah, and I, yeah, there was yeah. there was 600. I saw on the YouTube stream, which which is they were in Dylan's garage, which is yeah. uh, in the neighborhood. So Dylan has a has a home uh, near Marinwood Park, and so Corrine and Adam were there, and like yeah. there was like 700 people following mm. the race. So yeah. like pretty good turnout for the race, but then you had like. And that yeah. was just, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just dropped mm -hmm. in at one point, but it was like, mm -hmm. there was almost a thousand people watching all over the world, like what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Well, I think, I think next year, this thing's going to blow up. Like, oh, for sure. I mean, I have a, a, a I, like my background sales is dev. I've followed, I've, you know, I've really enjoyed over the years following the trajectory of running, running culture, boom, bust you know, trends and I just look at this race and what he's on about. He's pretty grounded and I think I like that about him. He's not he's just he's he's just who he is and, and he's good at it. And I think this thing's just gonna blow up next year. I think it's gonna be major FOMO if you're not there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I see at least six or seven people that are really good at their jobs that are part yeah. of the race it's not just like dylan there's oh, all there's yeah, like the, yeah there's true. all these there's true. there's probably 20 people i don't i just don't know who they are but like they're they're specialized and they're really group. good yeah mm. and he's got a good outreach he pulled <laughs> in you know you saw he had a lot of pretty well known locals that he got in on board and he had them out on course and they're just total guns and They've got history and they've got clout. He's, he's got he's got a really wide reach and he gets the right people and he surrounds himself by the right people. His wife was there. I mean, she was working nonstop, full credit, like lovely person. And she was just all, all in. And I, I just thought that was really impressive too. 
Yeah, and the locals did well. We had uh, Carolyn Latham, yeah. uh, who's who's Tamalpa, like uh, <clears throat> works with Tamalpa. Like she was, I, I want to say top five. I'm not sure. She actually and then, came in fourth. Yeah. Fourth. fourth. Okay. And Gus mm-hmm. Gibbs, who's yeah. uh, a local, he did really well. And, and Megan, Megan Russo. Uh, Megan, Megan, I ran the, um, I ran the, the. Um, the loop I do with Megan like about a month ago, and yeah. Uh, yeah, she's she she is a solid ultra runner. She's a crusher. She's like relentless. Yeah, she's she's, she's yeah. She had a great yeah. It was office. you know what was cool about this race. I could watch. I could almost like see everything in real time. And I was in in Palm Springs, and I was <laughs> watching it in the morning, and that was really fun. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Andy. You asked me what my highlight was. I realized I didn't tell you. Yeah, the highlight. What was your highlight of this race? Okay, well, this occurred to me then. Um, so, so early on, I was talking to this um, lovely younger woman, Shannon, chat, 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 and I'm like, you know, it was really cool, and she's she's dealing with some stuff, and she's dealing with through ultra through ultra running. This has really struck me. It was a very powerful moment. Um, she's sharing with me. It's almost like when you sometimes in races or training or running with people, it comes this sort of not a confessional, but really sort of weirdly safe space. Super cool. She's saying that ultra running was really helping her navigate you know, coming through worrying about what size she is and eating and all this sort of thing and how she realised if she wanted to do ultra running, she had to be really healthy and really strong and eat well and all that. And I said, yeah, that's absolutely right. I said, you're spot on and and you're on the right path and and you you can't train for or complete these things if you don't do a lot of self-care and you don't have the nutrition and eat well and take care of your body and be at the right weight. We had this discussion. So we get to the top of the first sort of climb where you can see it just totally bombing out this massive, beautiful view to the left, right? And she was sort of looking. I said, hey, Shannon. And she's like, yeah. And I said, just look left, you know? Because it was her first ultra. It was her first. Oh, wow. You know. And to me, being someone that was the first being, you know, and I don't ever want to get jaded, I said, just look left. And she she didn't think to look left. And it was just this massive view. And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. And, and it was just awesome. And then I pulled out some food. And I said, now, I said, eat something now. And she's like, really? And I said, yeah, you, you don't want to stay ahead of the plane, mate. You want to you got to stay ahead of the plane. And the worst thing you can do is wait to eat. And just being able to participate in her journey and offer a small amount of advice, but also show her the, like, you know, to look, to look, look around you. But the, this beautiful sharing of, of what she was working through, I mean, to me, that was, for me personally, um, really powerful, you know, m- m- meaningful moments. Well, that's wonderful. That's, 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 that's my highlight. Yeah, that's the great thing about the running community. It's a very safe 
space that is so nurturing and um it is yes yeah, that, that, that's like a that's like a beautiful moment yeah. thank you verity thank, thanks for sharing that yeah. yeah i don't know i mean people listening but it's you know we've all got stuff we're dealing with and they're all different things and it is i i think that's what you know, that's what struck me i said this is a really cool sport you know yeah. people can talk people can share Okay, so on on that note, what was your terrible moment? What was the part that was the struggle, and how do you how do you guys get through that? Oh, I have a, I have one, Carolyn, because I because I did this with John. Okay. And it was the it was my lack of um uh yeah I the last climb which I've done so many times and I was I was basically like oh I've done this so many times. I should just do this hard. And this is at like mile 27, 28. And I had not had water. And so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this hard. I want to have like a good time on this. And, and um, Did you run it? Cause I was in hiking mode by the time I got to the Andy. No, I, I literally, this is, so this was on the training run. This yeah. is the training run. I literally stopped at a tree and held the tree for like 30 <laughs> seconds to catch my breath because I because I went at it like I went at it like I was going to I was going to um, just run up it like a fresh, you know, rate like a fresh run that I normally do. And so, I, you know, I basically started sp- running hard and. I, I stopped. I was just like, what, oh, what's man. the name of that section that you were on? What was that? I, it's so tell us it. about the sign now. Tell us about the oh, sign. Oh, this Andy. is so good. This is so good. <laughs> this is the Andy Stone climb. And it you, says, Welcome to Andy Stone at the climb. I put it. When did you put the sign up? <laughs> so I, a week I took a, a picture I, of the sign. It was so great. I, I, <laughs> So I will sh- I will share a picture of the sign on my Strava on the show notes. I could share it now. Can you guys see the screen? I can I can see it. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. You're going to get see. a reputation now. You realize this, right? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm looking for a reputation on this segment because that, that sign made me so happy when I saw it. <laughs> Cuz I, I knew I knew exactly who put it up. <laughs> What what happened to Strava? What what is going on here? They changed the log on. It's on okay. the picture's on my Strava too. <laughs> You're awesome, Andy. I had someone say to me before the race, and I don't remember who it was, and I was talking and they said, Andy Crone has made like as many things as possible after his name. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> and, the, and the I re- said, Well why not? I wish I thought of it first. So in I, I do have a I do have an explanation for that. So I was like one of the very first Strava members. Like there are over a hundred million now, and I was like number five thousand. Really? So my num I my number that. is like five thousand two hundred or something. And wow. Strava was primitive. It was the original Strava. <laughs> I could have written the original Strava. It was like take your <laughs> GPS from your phone your device. And then, and then basically upload it uh, wow. manually, and oh, none none of the segments none of the segments were um, 
available or, or not available. None of the segments had uh, – you, you couldn't have your own segments. It was just this is a segment. That's a segment. There was no ordering. There was no, like, people that have done these segments or anything like that. So I couldn't tell what segment was somebody else's and what segment was mine. So I just started naming them my segments for my runs. And then oh. – <laughs> so, I love so, it. I love Andy, it. is there a stone? Like, it, you say Andy Stone. Is there an actual stone? Like, do we – Oh, this is, okay. This gets really good. This is good. Okay. We need to put First, a plaque. Somewhere. Let me share. Let me share the sign. <laughs> okay. So, so the the Andy Stone is kind of a joke because it's at the end of of Blackstone, of Blackstone Canyon. Oh, now I'm. So the the end of Blackstone Canyon <laughs> doesn't have a name. It was just this. It was just this trail, and nobody had named it. So I was like, oh, I'll just call it Andy Stone. And, <laughs> and then I was, you know, I've done this run so many times because I do it every Tuesday for years and years and years. I was like, and, and by the way, the segment is 660, 677 feet of climbing wow. and 0.67 miles. And Point I didn't do that. In, I didn't do that intentionally. That's just how it it, <laughs> it worked in the universe. So the universe said... <clears throat> this particular segment that was randomly made is 0.67 miles and 677 feet. My goodness. <laughs> so at the bottom of Andy Stone is a creek. <laughs> and they have all these really good looking stones. Uh-huh. And sometimes I pick up a really big rock, a really big stone. <laughs> and, and, and I take it to the very top. And... I have this pile of stones, and here, this, is, a... <laughs> this is the Andy Stone pile. <laughs> the Andy pile. Wait, so hang on a minute. Did you put that sign out on race day? No, I put it out a couple of days before because I had to go to Southern California. Yeah, but it, but, but it was there on the race day, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, it was yep. at the bottom, yep. Yeah, so I thought I was imagining that. I thought like, oh man, I need to take another deal because you must think So oh, I know I know how crazy this all sounds. And then No, it's, it's, I, I have, it's, it's so Andy like. I have, awesome. These are really good rocks. These are the best ones I can find at the bottom of the creek that I brought to the top. And yes. I had no, I had no, two no of, ordinary rocks. No ordinary stones. These are these are Andy stones. Oh, okay. <laughs> I brought two of these stones. I was going to give them as awards for each age group. Uh, but I never oh, got that far. Yeah. Yeah. Well if I if I get my act together next year and don't get cleaned up by every woman in my age group in the final few miles. Could you give me a rock with my nuts? Something on it, anything, I'll take it. That's my new goal. Get an Andy Stone. Oh, I'm not sharing here. There we go. There, there's uh Let's see if I can. Sh there it is. Can Can you guys see that? Yeah. Well. Yep. 
Yeah. Okay. So we're looking yeah. at welcome to Andy Stone sign. <laughs> welcome to Andy Stone ascent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I want to apologize for not having myself live because I'm roaming around doing making soup and doing all kinds of random activities. So just in case you're wondering. No worries. Yeah. Um, so Andrew Melton, did you what was your toughest part of this race? Did did you feel like wow? Or did you have one at all? No, I definitely I think I had several. Um the one that sticks out the most was you know, I mean I, I know these trails so well, so I, I hate to I feel like I should have predicted this, but you know, <laughs> mentally when you get to the top of the towers, yeah, which which felt which is I'm about halfway through, you just think, okay, it's all downhill to Chicken Shack, it's all downhill <laughs> to the aid station. Um but it's not, and it's not, there's it's these. Not. <laughs> it's not at all, and it's so defeating because you. Yeah, you chicken Shack is like ten. You got at least ten to go at Chicken Shack, right? Yeah. 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 And I remember, um, my wife was saying, "Oh, she'll meet me at Chicken Shack," and I was thinking, like, okay, I'll just text her from the top of the towers because that's like. I don't know, like 20 minutes. <laughs> I wasn't thinking it was very far <laughs> because it's like, you're at the top. It's all downhill, you know? So I texted her. I was like, okay, 20 minutes. I'll be there soon. And then you, and then you start running and you're like, oh, I forgot about these climbs. Yeah, did she normally, climb to the top of chicken shack? Well, the, so the, so the aid station was up by the tennis courts. It wasn't at the bottom. Oh, so it wasn't at the bottom. No, the, yeah. the tennis courts are the bottom, right? Well, there's a little I'll, hill you have the to yeah. there's there's a little hill you have to walk up. Yeah, it was up higher, and then you had to go down. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, it's not an easy course to spectate. Actually, I I think. No, you can't it's also, spectate it, on that course. You also it's... can't drop the course <laughs> easily either. No, no. I've no. been the mind drop. Um. Later in the race, and then after I got home, had a couple of drinks. I was like, "What? How did she get off? <laughs> How did you?" Because it's not, it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not an easy place to drop at all. In, yeah, um, anywhere after the antennas, you gotta go all the way to the freeway. Yeah, like no, yeah, you can't yeah. just step off. Then there's no. Well, um, yeah. I mean, le- luckily, I mean, what another kind of maybe bright spot for the race was you you would have appreciated this too, Andy, is all the the spectators that like hiked up Luis Ranch Fire Road. Uh, there was yeah, all these was people in chairs sitting right there. Um, I've never yeah. seen this many people on those fire roads. <laughs> oh, they, they were just spectating. Let, let's talk a little bit about the population density of like the area. Like you have a million millions of people in the east bay and the san francisco and i go running and verity knows this uh, all of everybody mm-hmm. in this group knows this i go running for seven miles regularly <laughs> and i don't see a single person <laughs> yeah i see nobody and then and then this is great you see all these people out here there are so many people well, that's everywhere to, that's what i was trying to say before is it for me like you think like I'll, I'll go out, like the Sunday before I went out five hours up, down, up, down, 
seeing if the polls were just a dumb idea. And, and I, I honestly, I saw five people. In five we're hours. Yeah, yeah, five people. And then when, when I get up high, I don't see anybody. Um, and it's very easy to get like the local legend or the good type if no one's doing it. <laughs> So, because you're, you're it, you know. So, Andrew, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. Was your was your wife at Chicken Shack? Did she did she make it there? She did. Yeah. Oh, I think and in, 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 actually she was a little bit delayed, so everything worked out perfect because she was just getting there. Um, you know, when I showed up. Um, but but I but again going back to that 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 even that chicken section section was so much harder than I remembered it. Um. Mm. So as far as low spots, the parts that I normally would just run and not even think about it, I was like stopping and like hiking on some of the bumps on Chicken Shack, um, you know, because it's just it's a fire road, but and it's mostly downhill. But there are these little bumps that, you know, you just don't think about it when you're out for like a 10 mile run. But, uh, you know, with that many miles on your leg, you really have to slow down. And it's just kind of it's mentally defeating because you're like, why am I so tired? <laughs> I normally well, run this, but now I'm, it's like these little hills are really destroying me. <laughs> but but you had just come off of Sean O'Brien the week before, right? Uh, no, it, it was uh, three weeks before. Yeah. Well, still that that yeah. was that's a, yeah. that's a and, and I have to say the the leading lady and the leading guy uh, were on another level. They were both like professional runners. They yes, both were incredible, and I have no idea how they could do that. So I like, think the first was, just, was Eli yeah. Hemming at three thirty-eight, and then it was on the female side. It was Lonnie. Lonnie at four forty-two. Yeah, I was, I was, I was watching them do the the climbs. They just they were so smooth on the on the uphill climbs. They they looked really comfortable, which was the thing that blew my mind. I was like, wow, mm. these guys look. Mm -hmm. Well, I know they were you know working hard, but they still looked pretty relaxed. Their body mm -hmm. movements and their arm swings and everything. I thought they looked pretty relaxed with this. And wow. they, yeah, that was my impression. Although they couldn't. I, I was yeah, Carolyn. I was convinced it would be almost impossible to break four hours on this course yeah and they sh yeah. and and the leading guy broke it by 22 minutes and <laughs> i mean that's He's... to me that's like a 215 marathon effort to do that yeah. like like yeah. really yeah, it's a two, two I mean, no somebody's not said... that many people running 215 marathons yeah so i mean so somebody said maybe you you've seen this but somebody i think told me that his average pace was seven minute miles. Six thirty eight. Wow. Six thirty eight. That was his average pace wow. over the Across whole over seven the whole thing. Seven over seven thousand wow. feet of vert. Like yeah. I, I can't I cannot get my head around that. I mean that means on the downhills he was in the fives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he would, consistently, right? So so on a flat course he could easily do five average, probably sub five. And yeah. that's oh, like yeah, yeah sub two twenty, like just, That's amazing! Oh yeah. my gosh! Well, it was <laughs> it was fun to it was fun to watch the 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 second man too, which was Daryl Thomas in three fifty five. That's still an amazing time, mm -hmm. and he was those guys were he was what a minute behind Eli for a, the longest time, 
And then I, it was towards the very end, that very end, what do they call it? The Whopper? They were, they were joking yeah. online saying you go into the Whopper and you get whopped. <laughs> you just don't make it through there very easily. Well, I think everybody got whopped there. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got a funny story about the Whopper. So that's the steep downhill section. That's what they call that. Yeah. I, didn't, I think I, so. I, yeah. I didn't even know it had a name, but I had a couple of people I was running with at the time from out of, again, well, it out does of have the a area. Name. It does have a name, Andy. It's called Andy Stone East. And, <laughs> okay. And, and, that, and the one, the other one we did is Andy Stone West, but I didn't want to make a big deal about it. But, but here I am making a big deal about it. Of, so. of, of course it does. But but I, I had a couple of guys I was I was running with, and it was actually their first 50K too, which I thought was very cool. Oh, um, no. I was surprised. I kept telling these people, like, you picked a really hard race for your first 50K. <laughs> but but anyways, these guys, so so we get to the top of there, and I know it's coming, so I'm like, just go ahead. I was, like, having people go ahead of me, and they were mm-hmm. like, why do you want us to go first? Like, what what's up, Jack? You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> and they just... And then I ended up passing them because they just like were like didn't know how to what to do on that steep of a section when your legs there's are some, fried. You can almost yeah. like scoot on you your know? butt down the like there's some section yeah. so steep you're worried you're gonna fall down. It's it's pretty yeah. steep. Yeah, that's I why I wanted them to go and go in front yeah. of me because I didn't know you know I I didn't you know want to be leading the charge down that. So also no- also. So, so I, I I I agree. Just so that if they do fall, they don't fall on you. If you go first. Yeah. <laughs> Selfishly. Sorry. Well, yeah. Car- Carolyn, yeah. you were you're about to say something. Yeah. So knowing this course as well as all of you do, um, is it an advantage to know the course so well, or do you feel like since you know it so well, you take it for granted, or? Or do you feel like it's a it's a good thing because you really know where to back off and where to hammer? Mm. Mm. I I think it's 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 like a double edged sword. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you're yeah. I I think we I think I was overconfident um, because I've done all the trails, and then you're overconfident, and then you realize oh I have 28 miles on my legs. And I haven't had any water. So you're so um, confident you didn't even need water. <laughs> yeah, because like I don't go running with water. I mean, no, normally I don't go running for five hours plus. Yeah. I, I I could go I could go for two and a half with no water. Um, yeah. It's and maybe that's a that's an ultra thing. Like normally I don't do the like extra food and nutrition and water while I'm out there. Uh, I probably need to do some more of that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. I thought that knowing all the trails would be an advantage, but I don't know. I think it worked against me because mentally I kept thinking, why am I not running faster on this section? I mean, I didn't. They, the Andy Stone ascent, you know, we'll we'll run most of that, right? We'll go out mm-hmm. and it's yeah. it's totally it's it's hard, but it's runnable. And I I felt so defeated on that. Like I don't think I ran hardly any of it. <laughs> I was just like, you know, hiking it because my legs were so shot. So I think, but I don't know. Maybe on fresh legs, if I actually trained for this race, it would would be an advantage. Yeah. But but on um, you know what happened last week, I think I think it worked against me more than it worked for me. Do you think it was because um, it was race 
it was a race day and you were maybe pushing faster than you would have on a, just a regular go out and do a training run. Do you feel that? Yeah, I actually, yeah, that, that thought crossed my mind. Maybe like, maybe I went out too hard, but I don't know. I raced the whole thing very conservatively. Like I think I was going slower than I, and I think my times kind of backed that up too, that it was slower than, you know, than, than I normally would. So, but again, I, you know, I wasn't pushing that hard the whole, the whole run because next year I'm going to beat my time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That reminds me of when I did um, canyons, I went back uh, the following year and I took two hours off. That's (laughs) two hours. Wow. I know. Yeah. But I mean, well, I think, that's a good question because I basically my choice on the race on the big outer, uh, I'll make choice different choices, but I went on heart rate. So I went my all my decisions were based on heart rate the whole time and so I bounced out of it pretty good. Um and then and then uh, I really hope next year I come into it all guns blazing with good a good block behind me because you know I think I was sort of a little frustrated thinking god damn it you know because normally I I love climbing but my my goal was yeah I just I just going to experience this and have fun um but it's a bit of a beast like it's it's surprisingly if you if you make the wrong decisions in this race and you're not as fit as you think you are or you go out too hard it'll, it'll come it'll come after you there's no doubt, hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent. What uh, what Verity? What um race? Is, what's your A rate this year that you were using this as a as a uh, training? Well, you know, like I'm in a funny mood this year. Like most years, I'll come in and I'll be like, I'm kind of in a, I don't know, like, uh, you know, this will be end of this year. I'll be 35 years racing and. I don't know, it's just a blur of, of relentlessness. Um, it'll be 57, uh, 58 November. Um, still feel very motivated. I still like it. Um, there's a couple of, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm actually flying into Australia for a, a race in October, Bondi to Manly, um, which should be pretty cool. That's 50 mile or 80K. I probably won't be well positioned for Marine Alpha Challenge if I pull the pin and enter next week. Um, I'm, I'm in a quandary because I, I come from a marathon road racing background and I've been the Australian mountain running team in 2001. I've come in and out of ultras. I've been in the Commonwealth Ultra Trail team in 2009. What, but, what's the Commonwealth Ultra Trail team? Uh, that was... Um, Commonwealth Ultra Team, I got put into, um, so in, in Australia, you have the Commonwealth Games, um, which mm-hmm. is you know, Commonwealth Nations, and then they have the Commonwealth Games of Trail, which is in Wales. Um, so I won the Australian 50K National Championships in 2009, I was 42, which is, is pretty unusual. And ran a 338.50k there on a tough course, wow. and then that put, put me into this Commonwealth team selection, and we went to Wales. And it was, I mean, it was probably one of the most challenging races of my 
running because you know I was representing the country. The the other two girls in the team were noticeably younger, and I knew them. And Kristen Ball went on to break the Australian 100k record after that, and we got bronze. And then I honestly, Whoa. I'll be honest with everybody on this thing, I was just to the wall. I mean, we, I nearly blew up, and then I came good, and and. One of the other girls in the team nearly blew up, and I went past her and said, "Come, oh, mate, you can just rally." Um, and then oh, we hung on by the skin of our teeth. We got bronze. I was toast. I mean, I was incredibly trashed. I mean, I hit the wall. My husband was there, and I could hardly walk. But um, you know, when you're representing your country, you you, you just got to be 100% and proud of it. But I I, I kind of come in and out of ultras. But I've had all these people in Australia over the years say. It's, this is your sport. Like you, you, the longer you go, the better you get. And, and I'm like, yeah. So, and then, then there's a couple of women I know personally that have just set new world records for the marathon. Um, one is in the US, and one is a friend in Australia. And then I look at that, and I and I want to kind of see like how fast can I go at this age in the marathon. So I'm I'm in this kind of weird, torn state. But at the same time, ultra running. Um, is just totally blowing up and it's infatuating and it's and it's it's a really cool sport and um, as a female or anyone whatever you get to experience these races in epic places and and that it's really hard to do that solo in a lot of ways um, and so a race wise. Honestly, I think the jury's still out, you know. Um, I'm kind of like racing less, but trying to be more thoughtful about my approach because the older you get, you know, you've got an X runway and your top end speed drops off. And so I suppose I'm in this sort of strange place where I'm like, well, what do I want now, you know? Yeah, I I sort of hear you there. I'm a little bit older than you, but I, I have found it kind of, freeing to just to just yeah. embrace the the trail and do the best yeah. you can for where you are I, and I've I, yeah. I it's it's a little bit freeing to do that it's hard to let go sometimes of being super competitive but it's just something that mm. uh, I I feel more comfortable I, I don't nervous anymore yeah. and it's more about the, yeah. the run yeah yeah I, yeah Charity, I mean, that's that... what I'm telling you Sorry, Andy. Yep. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm so impressed no, no. with like everything you've done, like in running, and like, <laughs> I guess, as, as, as just like a, a normal runner, like an average runner, it's like, there's so much dedication and commitment. I mean, to yeah. get to there, like, even if, mm-hmm. if you have, even if you have the talent, you have to do so mm-hmm. much, and like. That's why I'm so just like, wow, that's incredible well, that you I, that you've I, done so much. <laughs> good, good, good job, Verity. Well, I mean, I just want to say, like, if people are listening, whatever, and you guys, like, I mean, I wasn't not the, I was the least likely, um, like, no one, I, I didn't plan, you know, I mean, I didn't think, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, like, it's, feel like sometimes I'm the accidental runner because like I just it just was one thing and then I had 
went on to another thing and I was another thing and then and I just loved racing and I've always been a bit solitary but I love people so it's this sort of like combination of solitariness and then I love people and and travel and um it is it is you know I think thanks Andy like I I I don't know it's wonder I'm still standing but I must be built like a tank and I'm still going strong <laughs> You have good genes, but you also have, I have an incredible. You must, you must have an incredibly strong mind to to I do. to do yeah. the 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 training to do that. That's that's awesome. I mean, I, I, I mean, you sort of pack it away. The mindset I find really interesting in general. Like when I'm consulting people, like I work with some athletes. Like I'm really, really firstly interested in like their mindset and who they are and and then navigate those spaces. Um, I kind of like will, I think the mindset's interesting because I think when we look at the performances that we're talking about, that those top runners, Lottie and everyone did, I know that I kind of like you have to, you, you lock it in. Like it's like you, you go on a roller coaster instead of like saying, oh, my God, this is going to scare the daylights out of me. You go into this block zone and you just roll. And I think when you when you do these performances, whether it's an age group or whatever, these people, from my point of view, when I go into things and I look back and think, how the hell did I just pull that off? <laughs> I've been completely, I've been a combination of conscious and unconscious during the event in terms of completely in the moment, wholly and totally my mind is fairly blank and I'm processing every nuance of the actual real-time moment. And then you come out the other side back to reality and you just like turn it off. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it totally goes, it speaks to that mindset where you just, you just, you're going to complete it and there's no other option. You, and you, just, you just go. Yeah. And you just problem yeah. solve along the way, and that's basically all you're thinking about is just, just yeah. I'm just, I'm just yeah. doing. It. You're completely, your mind is completely made up. Processing, and I mm -hmm. think ultras for me was challenging. And I don't know about you guys, but I am marathon and road racing. You don't talk to, I don't talk to, I wouldn't talk to anybody. I mean, there's no talking. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't even used to just talking to people or having people see me like you know people are going to see you suffer people mm -hmm. are going to see you struggling on a climb people are going to see you looking like an absolute piece of rubbish at an aid station <laughs> you're dropping at the mouth you look like a piece of crap you, you you know i'm used to everything being nice like i look nice i mean i'm not even i'm not even around long enough in a marathon like you just go 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 and then the aid stations at first for me was kind of weird like oh I've got, to, I've got to talk and then with my accent like last year at the Reynolds Challenge I said have you got any ice and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like what the hell is happening here I went ice he goes what do you want I went what's an ice and I was like oh my god and so I'm not even used to having to, to and then people sort of stare at you it doesn't really matter like just you know they're all curious and, and it, yeah so I don't know it's just funny it's it's more in your face in a funny different way you know and obviously 
got to be nice and polite to all these beautiful people that are volunteering. Like, thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so I'm very conscious of that exchange, you know, like I'm kind of spaced out. Like at the big ultra when we came into, Andy was saying when we came into Chicken Shack, I was like, oh, my God, okay, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> and then you got to, you know, these people are there helping you with water and it's a totally different world. Yeah. 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 Um, so the two Andes, what, what are your A, a races coming up? What, what, are, what are your, on your horizons? You want to go first, Andy? Oh, I got, I got Miwok. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. It's everything. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I really like what Verity was saying. Um, but the way, the way my life works is, a, and the way I think is, you know, I have to really kind of focus in on one, and I know how my body is going to like work towards one race. So I can't do like a bunch of races like all year long and do them all really well. I have to kind of have that one, but it's the, it's the rolling of the dice. Like, I don't know uh, if I'll, if the training is going to work just right. So um, yeah, May 4th, Miwok. Uh, I'm trying to put in some miles right now, uh, but it's the weather sucks. So do, do, yeah. do your training miles include Andy Stone? <laughs> they do. I try to do two Andy Stones a week. Oh, cool. Uh, and I, I'm trying to do, but I'm not doing that. So I'd like to do, a, <laughs> I, I, I call it a, an Andy Stone and a Ponte. So okay. if I can do that, and then just some easy miles. And then I'm also doing like uh, one day of yoga a week and one day of spinning a week. So there's okay. there's right there there's four days and is then this, I got, is this the miwok 100k or 100 miles or 100k 100k, 100K. Yeah. and that's may 4th gotcha okay yep the day before my birthday my 46th birthday is may nice. 5th yeah nice. that's, and, and then and then I, I, I feel like i'm kind of doing verity's story but in reverse so i i <laughs> I've only been I've only been running I guess about uh, I think this is my tenth year I started kind of later in life and um, I did I, I did two marathons that first year I started running but then after that just started doing all trails and you know longer and longer distances I've I've peaked there now I'm going shorter and shorter distances That's um, but but you're getting faster Ten years, wow. Andy. Well, I, but, I see you. But, I see you getting faster. So don't. don't well, but stop. but that's it. Like I think my A race is really a road marathon this year, and um, nice. I'm doing mountains, mountains to beach at the end of April. That's, that's fast. Yeah, and then if I don't get a Boston time there, I'm gonna do it Chicago in October. So those are the other two two races I'm on, and they're both road marathons. Chicago's yeah. fast. Chicago's really fast. Yeah. Chicago, I'd say, yes, CIM is a, is like a little faster, but it's, mm. if the weather's right, Chicago is amazing. So, Andy, what, you said mountains to beach, is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. 
And where mountains is it? To sea. Is it mountains to sea or mountains? Or maybe it's mountains to sea. It's okay. it's mm-hmm. it's in it's in uh, Southern California. You run from it's a point to yeah. point. You start in Ojai, and okay. then you finish yeah. at the beach in Ventura. Uh huh. Gotcha. Didn't they just it's have the, that race? Like, the Ventura Marathon, right? I think it's the same course, no, or it might be the same course. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> they just had it's the like, my... sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, I was just gonna say, Tim, Tim DiCarlo, if you're listening, yeah, he just did the the uh, Ventura Marathon, the half. Uh, right. I I had no idea. I mean, I think uh, because the same thing, I didn't even realize this until Strava. I knew somebody that did last weekend. Um, this guy Jeff Wong, who's been a long time Pama Kids runner, uh, and I was looking at it, looking at the course, and it looks exactly like mountains to yeah. sea or mountains to beach, so. So, given the, given the name, does that mean it starts high and just goes down? Is it a complete? Is there any hills in there? Or yeah, it's it's a little bit of a downhill, but it's not like these revel races where you drop it's five thousand like feet. Yeah, it's like five hundred <laughs> feet, maybe. Yeah, it's I've like heard legal yeah. net downhill. It's like one of the fastest, like net downhill. I think. Yeah, I don't like the Revel. The Revel stuff. I actually, I don't even think those should be Boston qualifiers. Like because, like you're dropping like six thousand feet in a marathon. Six thousand. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cheating. (laughs) Yeah. And plus, add 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 the add the super shoes into that. Yes. Right. Oh, the super. Yeah. Yeah. I. I'm I'm waiting till I turn fifty uh, for, for the super shoes because I'll because I'll need it. <laughs> yeah. Who makes them? I need a pair. <laughs> so uh, this is good talk. Uh, I think uh, we might want to wrap it up. This is uh, this is really good stuff. Thank you so much, uh, Verity and Caroline. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And okay. Andy. Thank you for including me. Good chatting with you guys. Yeah. Nice to nice to talk to you, Verity. And Andrew, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Andrew Melton, we've never met like personally, but it was great to talk to you this way. I think I met you. I think I met you once at the Rainy um, Masters Championship at Golden Gate Park last year. Were you there in the tent? I was. I was um, at that time. I was president of Tamalpa at that point. Yes, and we were. Yep. I was in charge of carrying around a lot of wet gear because it was monsooning. <laughs> that was that was a day to remember. I, I think I think that's I think I met you there. So um, so we have and, met. And but, yeah. Um, gotcha. Well, that's when that uh, that was the day that massive tree came down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That? Yeah. Yep. But I just want to say in closing that Carolyn's awesome and I miss seeing you around. And these two, you two, you two, Andy's, like I aspire. I, I miss Tuesday you know. track, uh, Verity. Okay. I, well, I do, I do, but I aspire to your level of both Andrew Andy's level of chillness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I know it's like my A goal. That's my A goal. Is to you need to like, tell us about this. I am not chill. <laughs> Maybe I'm chill when I'm running, but I'm not chill uh, in other parts of my life. (laughs) You're the only guy that gets on. You're the only guy I know that gets on a bus. Remember when we were on the same bus at CIM and they're like, hey, Verity. And you doubled off quad 
and read a sub three. Oh, Come that on. yeah, that was pretty cool. Come Thanks, on. Verity. That was yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm a prolific marathon runner, and I'm like, I'm like full praise. Like that turnaround, I've done both those races, and I'm like, he's like, hey, Verity. How you going? And then you said, "Dude, this guy's like a like a silent assassin." <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're the you're the nicest person, Verity. Thank you so much. I'm dead serious. Full credit. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's Thanks. such a nice thing to say. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, oh, that was, it? and I remember that day like it was yesterday. That was so <laughs> memorable. Sitting on that bus, going on CIM to the start line, and it could be 20 years ago or yesterday. Yeah, it was. That was really cool. I have something else to say. Sorry, listeners. Andy Melton, I just want you to know that you are this running age and and chronological age, and so just so you know, um, rest assured, your running age is 10. The future is bright. Yeah, long way to go, kid. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I, that's why yeah, I'm yeah. trying to play it smart for that reason. I want to be running when I'm, I'm in my. Down. I mean, all the. That's why I love Tamalpa so much. I love seeing all the people out there yeah. that have been running for 30, 40, 50 years. It's so inspirational well, to me because okay. I, I want to be. I want to be one of those people. I know, I know we were about to wrap it up, but mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to Eric Spector, oh, and I want to talk to him because he, he, he is the story in 2024. He's the story. He's the, he's the story. The, he is the story yeah. because what he's trying to, to do is mm-hmm. so cool, and it is, it is way yeah. cooler than the 338. Uh, 50k that uh, that, I, that, I, that guy I'm did. I'm glad I'm glad you're doing that because when I came home that night, I saw Eric finish. I said to my husband, "If someone doesn't do a goddamn podcast or interview Eric Spector, <laughs> I'll buy the equipment." I'm not joking. I said I'll buy the bloody equipment myself and do it because that was the story of the day. And not only that, but how many seventy-eight-year-olds that course? He's not 78. Is he 78? How old is he? He's he's super old. I mean, he's super old. 78 though. (laughs) I'm just saying. No, he's not. I mean, I mean, like, and also like, find that 66-year-old woman. She went downhill like a little ninja with a handheld, and I'm like, I need to be her friend. He's 76. He's 76. Okay, 76. But 76. Most 76-year-olds are watching, looking at the TV guide and the Netflix and hanging out in the, in the, in the, you know, in the. All the right. I, I have my, I have my, that is, that is going to be the next podcast. I'm going to get Eric Spector on this and that Thank would be you. really cool. Cause I've, I've met the guy a few times. He's totally just he's, doesn't even mention his age. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do Western yeah. States. Like, they yelled it out when he came in. That's why I heard it. They yelled it out when he came in. They're like, Eric Spector, 70, I thought 78, 76. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, Western States, come June, he could be the oldest person to ever finish if he gets under 30 hours. Wow. So, well, the way he's going, he's on track, man. Yeah. 
for sure. Yeah, yep. that's that's huge. That that's the story that right there. Well, that'd be great if you. Oh, I will. I will definitely be listening into that one. And thanks for the privilege of being on the on the above the the fog above the clouds above the big Andy rock pile. <laughs> it's 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 the ATF, the above the fog. Yeah. yeah. I like I like having all kinds of secondary meanings meanings on things. So it's the uh, the ATF. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, everyone. Right. Good night, Bye. everyone. Night. Night.